0: gather your gear it's time to head out for our road trip across america that will scare your pants off along the way with your hosts you'll be setting up camp in some of the scariest places they can find discover each episode a cryptid a haunting and a strange encounter climb a boat a cryptid camp if you're brave Take it away, Tom.
1: Live from our crypto camper, I'm Tom, and I'm here with my good friend Shay. And we'd like to thank you for joining us for season three, episode number eight of Scare Your Pants Off, Our American Road Trip. Uh, today's episode, we've set up camp in Illinois, one of my old stomping grounds. Lived there for a while. Um, so, how are you doing today, Shay?
2: really good i'm i was pleasantly surprised to find out how full of the stuff illinois really is like there's so much stuff and it's really awesome
1: yeah yeah i had fun with with the haunt i uh i, I lived in chicago for quite a few years back in the day so i'm the, my favorite city in in the united states and I've lived in quite a few different cities. And I just absolutely love Chicago. Uh, so yeah, this was uh, a lot of fun doing this. So what's new? Anything?
2: Well, so I feel like um, I want to mention someone. I want to give somebody a on the in the episode shout out and a thank you if that's OK with you.
1: Oh, of course, please do. I'm excited for this.
2: So the listener I want to talk about today is named Wally. And he's a great guy. I actually know him personally. Uh, he's, he's good friends with Eric. Um, and it's funny because he he does this thing. He does a couple of things that like are so, so much things that you never hear about. And it, it's freaking awesome he blacksmiths in his backyard
1: well that's cool I, I, and yeah
2: yeah i shit you not and it's awesome and he and his fiance are actually getting married this october and knowing the two of them and and just it, it's gonna be nothing short of a fantastically awesome event and i can't wait but wally thank you so much for listening thank you so much for sharing our posts and you know just thank you for being you know being part of the scare your pants off universe
1: yeah thank you wally i don't know you but i i, I very much appreciate it and uh you know getting the word out there for us that's awesome i, I really appreciate that like i said thank you for being part of our uh our sipo family or whatever. So. Oh, yeah. Very cool. So, you watch anything good recently?
2: So I've been watching. Okay, so a couple years ago, I started watching The Ranch, and it just, it just didn't hit me. It didn't like didn't grab me. Didn't whatever. So I stopped. it was like, whatever. I, I tried it. Um, but I recently picked it up again because I do that sometimes. Because I'll, I'll realize that maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind to you know watch whatever, and I'll try it again usually. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple things that happened in the show that I didn't, um, Well, really one big thing that happened in the show that I did not sign up for and I'm a little mad about is I never thought a day in my life, I would see Sam Elliott do Sam Elliott's version of cry. (laughs) And I'm I'm gonna tell you right now that I could have gone the entire rest of my life without seeing that because it is heart-wrenching. And who doesn't love Sam Elliott? He is the epitome of manhood. He is hes everything you think a tough guy is supposed to be and him crying is not an okay thing for me. It's, Ashton Kutcher could cry all day and I'm fine with it, it's, it's sad, but uh, yeah, no. Sam Elliott, if if you don't want to see Sam Elliott cry and break your soul, then maybe don't watch this. But if you're okay with that then you know give it a check out
1: that's hilarious i've seen i've said i've probably seen 10 15 episodes of the ranch um it, you know really wasn't my thing but it wasn't also i've watched that episodes, so that couldn't be that bad either it just wasn't uh had a weird feel to me i always felt like when i was watching the ranch that i was watching a recording of somebody who, like, recorded a live stage mm-hmm. play for some reason on there. Yeah. I, I know this because certain parts of the set are dark, and the cameras, the, the way the camera is shot is a little different, um, and so, but, uh, yeah, I think one of the episodes I actually did see, I, I, I saw Sam Elliott cry, and it is uncomfortable as hell. <laughs> it really <is.
2: laughs> it's okay it's it's awful and it is so it's like sadder than it's sadder than whatever actually happened on the show yes no it's not,
1: <laughs> that's hilarious that's i uh i i've been meaning to ask you I, I just came across a show and i've been kind of just watching it when i get home from work because it's not the greatest show but it's I'm watching it because I like that stuff, and I know you like this, you know, the horror genre. Have you heard of Slasher?
2: um, Is that the one that takes... So I feel like there's more than one thing called Slasher.
1: There definitely is. Because I it was, okay. I, I I kept seeing this on my recommendations, but it I thought it was another show that I had tried to watch last year that I just I couldn't get through even an episode. Of it was it, it was not great, weird accents, and just. Uh, but this one is at least the first three seasons are on Netflix of this one, and then season four and five I think I saw yeah, when I googled it were on Shudder. So okay so what is
2: what is what is this one about what's the one you're talking about okay
1: so it's a canadian series uh anthology so uh, uh, each season kind of is like a different story first season um a girl moves back to the home where her parents were murdered and you find out some things about her parents, unsavory things about her parents and uh and the uh, you know in the reason why they were murdered and that, and now now that she's moved back murders are happening again and it's the search for that second season a group of friends are are end up murdering somebody and then 5 years later have to go and sort of redispose of the body and dealing with that and now murders start happening and then season three, I, I I'm a started. Really star. It's called Solstice. Like I, I think, like the first scene shows them in a in a club or something like that. So, um, like I said,
2: I uh, have not seen that. And I so I think we may have originally watched the same one and been like, eh, I'm good, because exactly. I don't know what you're talking about at all. So I will I will definitely have to check that out though.
1: Yeah, it's one of those, it's not like, don't run out and see it, but in, it's one of those that, like, you, um, you know, like I said, I watch after, where the one thing I will say good for it is that I do find, kind of like what we talked about on last week's episode, I find myself thinking about the show when I'm not watching it, though, so that's always a, a pretty good thing, but again, it is definitely definitely not the great greatest show but it's worth a, worth a check out
2: so speaking of shows i have a question for you and this is a this is one of those like get to know you questions i guess um yeah. do you have and if you do what is it do you have a comfort show that a show that when you can't think of what to watch or you're just having a shitty go and you you just want to drown into something that you turn on You've probably seen it a hundred times. You don't care cause it just makes you feel better.
1: Um, it It's not like one specific, but I definitely have like comfort shows and movies that are just something that, hey, if nothing, I hey, can't find anything. I will put it on and, you know, watch it and probably mess around on my phone and stuff like that. Um, I can't think of just like, a specific one that i'll just watch over and over but i definitely do have comfort comfort shows why what's yours so i've i've
2: come to find that i have two i actually have two shows and one of them is not gonna shock anybody and the other one might actually shock people if they if they know me um so first one is i've watched the haunting of hill house show from start to finish, I a hundred times. Not really a hundred times, but it feels like a hundred times, but I still love it every time. And for the first I think the first two times after the so I should say the first three times I watched it, after the first time I was catching stuff that I didn't catch before because um he's just so good at hiding stuff in plain view. Like there's whole scenes where there's there's stuff going on right in the foreground. So the first time you watch it, you don't realize there's it's just littered in ghosts all over the place, and you would have no clue the first time you watch it. But when you go back, you're like, holy crap, that was there the whole time, and it's impressive. But *Haunting of Hill House* is actually one of my comfort shows because I love it, and I know what to expect, and it and it weirdly relaxing. And I know it's probably not relaxing for normal people, but for me, it's I find it very relaxing. I <sighs> the love- other one right uh the other one however uh probably fits the comfort show uh category more for other people but shockingly it also is for me is i have watched the gilmore girls a million times every episode from start to finish over and over again um it is just like if i can't sleep i will throw that on if i if i'm stressed and i just need to like pull myself away from whatever i'm doing i will put that on um yeah so gilmore girls and haunting of Hill house two completely wildly different things but um they both bring me a large amount of comfort
1: i love that so um I, <laughs> that's great so one that a movie though that i did think of and it's not they're not even really old um it came out a few years ago, but I, I, I do watch them, probably an unnatural amount, is that Fear Street trilogy uh, with Sadie Sink. I mm-hmm. I love it and I find it just an eat, eat as you watch. It's one of those, if I am around you know, doing things and I know I'm not gonna really pay attention, I just, I throw it on and, uh, yeah i love those 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 i hope they do more movies like that that trilogy that sort of just comes out almost right together you know within months of each other and i thought that was great two things i wanted to mention before i forget so the cw has not renewed two uh, two sentence horror stories so they're saying it has a good shot of being picked up by another streamer because it is so cheap to make and popular so they that's
2: upsetting i hope they do pick it up that's really upsetting that's a I great lo- that's a great concept
1: it. yeah i think it's great i i loved it when i i kind of stumbled onto it and loved it and a new season of black mirror on june 15th it's been quite a few years for black mirror i love it i don't know if you're a fan of black mirror i love that show it, um, finally getting a new season after like four or five years so can't wait
2: i don't know if I'm, i don't know if i'm current but i'm definitely it's definitely a show that i've been thinking about kind of going back to like seeing if i was just in the wrong frame of mind because it's definitely caught my eye again and now i'm actually really happy that there's going to be more so i i am gonna probably refamiliarize myself with it
1: love black mirror so good so <sighs> All right. Well, I guess we should probably get into it a little bit. So, this week you
0: have cryptids. Time for the
2: cryptid. I do, and it's funny. I I actually my choices, I got my choices down to two, and then I stumbled across something with the second one that made it feel a little bit more like a strange encounter for me. So, my second choice is actually my strange encounter. And my first choice is my cryptid. So, awesome, perfect move right now, right? I'm gonna talk today about uh, the Piasa. It's P-I-A-S-A, Piasa. Uh, it comes from Native American mythology. The description on this thing is right up there with like the Snallygaster or the, like um, just, <laughs> because it's so many different things. Uh, it's horned, it has red eyes, it has fish scales it has a long tail a bearded face and giant wings yeah literally everything and i love that (laughs) now in the beginning of the lore it ate deer it preferred a nice venison over really anything so that's what it would feed on it would feed on deer and who doesn't like a good venison i like a good venison i do too now eventually uh come like the 1670s it would stumble across some fresh corpses and it would discover that it had a taste for flesh human flesh so it would Change its diet to maybe, you know, prefer something else now. What's really cool about this is it's actually spotted in numerous places over Illinois, all around Illinois. And it's given different names, but all of the descriptions sound the same. And it has a very Thunderbird quality of it as, as I'm talking about it um, on April 4th. April 10th and April 24th of 1948 there were uh, a rash of sightings and then there was nothing so keep in mind we went from 1670s all the way to 1948 and then all of a sudden there's nothing and in 1977 there was another whole new string of sightings it's, yeah, I love something like that. And again, it's widespread, it's all over the state and there's slightly varying names here and there. But I mean, you look at the Bigfoot, you have, you know, the swamp ape, the Yeti, the, you know, whatever, you have everything. So everything could have multiple names. And I feel like the stuff that they're seeing all over the state is probably, I feel like it's probably the same thing. it's a very Thunderbird quality. So again, we have Thunderbirds up in our area too. I, I kind of love it, but uh yeah, that's that's what I have for that.
1: I love it because, first of all, the description so good: horn, red eye, fish scales, long tail, wings, bearded face. So uh <laughs> very, very descriptive. I, I love encrypted with a beard. I mean, we had we've talked about. uh Oh God, there was the one. <sighs>
2: <laughs> Do you remember the one with the eyebrows that like yes. the bullets?
1: what was that oh what was that Ew, oh god we talked about this not even long ago that guy again and Ooh. i i uh something roo or boo or it, it's uh it's a funny name i can't think of it right now but the bungaroo or the,
2: the, the bumber
1: bungaroo longer <laughs> was something like that god i can't think of it right now. Uh, but (laughs) uh, it's uh. I'm
2: looking to see if I can find it because it's gonna drive me nuts.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about it in our uh, best of episode. uh, uh, The uh, gumbaroo, gumbaroo, (laughs) not the bungaroo. (laughs) The gumbaroo, (laughs) yes. So it was all the bearded face and not and the bushy eyebrows. Yeah. That could catch bullets, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this is, this one was really cool. And it, it seemed it, like the description and some of the things that it did, it, it has very, like a few different sort of cryptids. I, it, I feel like within it, you know, you talk about the Thunderbird or, uh, even some Jersey Devil in it and then uh the taste for flesh which Wendigo or, or you know skinwalker or something like that. So um I I I I really like
2: did hey. you just wait yeah. a minute, hold on. <laughs> Let's take a step back. For everybody listening, I would just like to point out for the first time in this season, Tom made a Wendigo correlation, so there you go, and I agree.
1: <laughs> I did, I did. But, I mean, taste for flesh, I mean, that's that's what you think, I, or at least that's what I think of. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, great choice, very, uh, very, very interesting. Never heard of it, but uh, love it. Great choice. Thank you. All right.
0: Time for the haunt.
1: Well, I had the Haunt this week, and this, I'm obsessed with this haunting slash story. I I have been for a number of years, and uh, so I'm excited to talk about it. And uh, so have you heard of the Englewood Post Office?
2: Um, no, I don't think so.
1: I hadn't either, but I am, like I said, I'm obsessed with the story. You will have heard of what it was beforehand. Where the Inglewood post office now stands once was the home of one of the most infamous serial killers in U.S. history. The site was once the home of H.H. Holmes and what would become to be known is murder castle or a murder hotel so i know you heard this
2: (laughs) yeah i never would have it's funny because i know where we are and i it didn't you know it was right there in front of me and i didn't see it that's awesome
1: yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it became a post office afterwards I, because uh, I never done like this deep of a dive and just for you guys out there, I'm going to try to keep it as brief as possible and I'm not going to go into super detail on um, his crimes that aren't sort of associated with the hotel because they're numerous and they're all over the country and um i kind of want to keep it to the paranormal because we could honestly do you know probably a whole season just dedicated to this guy and his crimes and everything because he was a scoundrel um so herman webster mudgett aka hh H. H. holmes was born on May 16th, 1861 and died by execution, hanging to be specific on May 7th, 1896, just weeks before his 35th birthday. Uh, There were rumors prior to the purchase and renovation of his murder castle that he had disappeared people. And I'm doing air quotes guys, so you can see, you know, disappeared, killed, got rid of whatever. It's hard to sift through the rumor and innuendo to find the truth. We know that Holmes purchased an empty lot across from his drug, drugstore, where construction began in 1887 for a two story mixed use building. There would be retail stores on the first floor and apartments on the second. Construction was completed in 18, either late 1888 or early 1889, And in 1892, he would add a third floor, telling investors and suppliers he intended to use the third floor as a hotel for the upcoming World's Columbian Expedition and World Fair. Not long after completion in 1892, rumors began to swirl that Holmes was using the hotel to lure unsuspecting visitors and spectators of the world's fear um, so, so that he could rob and murder them and then sell their skeletons to medical schools It appears that these were just that rumors because the rumors began because he was he definitely was selling cadavers to medical schools but it seems most were obtained through grave robbing. Holmes did actually have medical training having graduated from the University of Michigan Department of Medicine and Surgery in 1884. This, coupled with the rumors of his previous schemes to rob people and and also with the rumors of his associates disappearing uh, would paint quite the portrait of a disturbed man. At the around the same time of the rumors about him killing people and selling their cadavers, more rumors began to swirl about the layout of the hotel. Stories began to circulate that the hotel had many strange features, like there were hallways that led to nowhere, stairwells that would just end in brick walls, hidden rooms, odd chutes that led to the basements. Um, other halls were said to be maze-like amongst many other odd features. Soon these rumors would be expanded upon to include torture chambers, trap doors, gas chambers, crematorium, spike floor, stretching racks, uh, and laboratory with various human remains in jars, just to name a few. It is said that he used these odd features and torture devices to play a sick and cruel game with his victims, where he would torture, maim, dismember, sometimes skin, and eventually kill the unsuspecting patrons of his hotel. Now, some of this has been fully or partially debunked, but not all of it has been. Some blame sensationalistic yellow journalism for starting these rumors as papers were looking to sell more issues and there was less checks on, on actual facts and all that back in the 1800s. It's not as regulated as it is now. Others claim that the odd features were actually part of an insurance scam, stating that the third floor was never intended to be finished and he was looking just looking to bilk his investors and insurers. I, uh, the idea was that he would, you know, hire one company, have them do a little work, not pay them once that company didn't get, weren't getting paid. They would leave. He'd hire another company and do it and have, uh, them do another part, not pay them. And that's why I had all the odd features but others claim that he did that purposely with these different companies so no one person or company knew the actual layout to the hotel he would be the only one that knew about all these secret rooms and everything like that so again you decide what you believe in 1895 uh, a fire all but completely destroyed the hotel It would be partially rebuilt and repurposed into a post office. The fire was set by an unknown arsonist not long after Holmes was arrested in Boston, which was November 17, 1894. He had been tracked from Philly or Philadelphia, suspected on numerous crimes such as fraud, bribery, insurance scams, bigamy, in in murder just to name a few. They were actually able to hold him on an outstanding warrant from Texas for horse theft. This is the point where they started to piece together many of his crimes and were able to dig deeper into the rumors of all of the suspected murders. The police suspected him of at least 7 murders. He would admit to or claim that he killed 27 people. But many of these were found to be false or a lie, as many of these people were found alive and well, just in different parts of the countries. Again, this is 1800s. It's not like it is now with internet and instant, if you move to another part of the country, you might not be see family hear from anybody for the rest of your life. So Different times. Um, in 1895, five, Holmes was put on trial for former business partner Benjamin Peitzel's murder. He was found guilty and sentenced to death. On May 7, 1896, Holmes was hanged for the murder of Peitzel. It was a slow and excruciating death as his neck did not snap and he strangled to death but it took upwards of 20 minutes for him to fully die after his death the stories and rumors began to take a life of their own the stories of the odd layout of his hotel really came into the forefront with many speculating on the depraved games he would play with his victims before skinning dismember and eventually killing them he was said to be a big fan of gassing people and a big fan of stretching them he actually had a theory that you could stretch the human body infinitely without the person dying uh, but he was never able to prove that because they all supposedly died he was also supposedly a big fan of skinning, skinning them while still alive seeing how much skin, how how big a patch is, how much he could get off before they would succumb to the pain and die. Ooh, that's incredibly cruel. And, oh. yeah. Um oh. now, in more recent years, there have been a lot of detractors to this saying Almost all of this was made up, and he may have not killed anyone in the actual hotel. We know for a fact he killed Peitzel and probably seven other people, but um, many claim that they weren't at the, killed at the hotel or near it, um, so it depends on who you believe, but we do know that two of the females that worked at the hotel did go missing did disappear so it's depending on what source you find it might give you a different perspective so people who have been all right now i'm going to get a little into the haunting uh as that happened at the post office or near it people who have been in the post office or near the property have claimed to experience many strange things orbs cold spots disembodied voices weird sounds like banging and knocking and even full body apparitions almost all say that when they're in the post office they get an intense feeling of anxiety and dread and this is especially so in the basement with people claiming that they can barely last a minute two minutes tops in that basement the the feeling that you get down there is supposedly uh so thick and airy it just it's unbearable so there's a few things that i came across in my research that i'm going to talk about now that pretty much sums up you know the hotel stuff but i had found this i had never seen it myself and i now i'm just obsessed. So it has been posited by some that Holmes may have been jack the ripper. So
2: I've never heard that before. There's there's, like
1: that. There's actually some evidence to back it as well. It's not just a, a cockamamie sort of theory. So Handwriting analysis of the Ripper letters, and, and compared to some of Holmes' the documents that he's signed, have a lot of similarities. And there's more. Uh, um, we know that Jack the Ripper, it, it was always suspected about Jack the Ripper that he was either a barber or had some sort of medical training, just by the cuts and the way these. You know the the, uh, the prostitutes were then displayed and everything. It showed quite a precision. And at the time, we know barbers were almost like doctors back in the day. And then, but where you could add some medical training. What well, we know that H.H. H. Holmes did have medical training, having graduated from the University of Michigan's um, Medicine and Surgery Department in 1884. So there's another similarity. And then. Also, there is a record of an H Holmes sailing to America not long after the last ripper slaying. It was uh, maybe a month or two after the final ripper slaying. Somebody with the initial H first initial H and the last name Holmes was aboard a, a ship sailing back to America that is
2: wild that is cool i've never heard that i can't believe i've never heard that before that's awesome
1: right i've never heard of this and another just kind of interesting little thing well holmes asked um before his execution and he was granted to have his coffin submerged in cement to deter grave robbers I mean, we know that he was definitely had brought, uh some graves in his day. So he kind of knew what those people were about. And uh, they 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 allowed it. And then they submerged his casket in uh, cement. But many years later, when he was exhumed, because it had been encased in this cement, his body was almost perfectly intact down to, his mustache and the way it was curled it was it was still in the same way he curled his mustache when he was alive so because of this rumors began to circulate that he was a vampire so of course yes and that's what i have for Holmes.
2: that's so that's so interesting i can't even i can't believe i've never heard that before i've never heard that theory and the fact and there's stuff to back it up like right that's i don't even have i don't have words i don't i literally can't believe i'm today years old when i learned that that is super interesting and honestly a great pick because i that whole entire story is you know if you believe if you believe what supposedly happened then it's a huge story. It's super interesting, and I can't believe it turned into a post office. And I didn't know that either.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah, I'm obsessed with that story. Love it. American Horror Story Hotel, um, mm-hmm. and loosely based on it. Evan Peters, loosely based on H. H. Holmes. Uh, and so it's uh it's a great story, guys. Definitely definitely check it out it's uh like i said there's so much more we could do a whole season just on 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 this guy in this hotel because there's just so much and he was not a good dude um but yeah i'm obsessed with that story obsessed great job so all right well i believe you have this week's strange counter time for the strange encounter
2: I do. So as I said before, this is actually was actually my one of my choices for cryptid. And then I stumbled across some information and I was like, okay, cool. This can be my strange encounter because it's a little bit more than just a cryptid. Now I'm going to talk about the Enfield horror. Uh, Have you ever heard of it?
1: So yes but don't really know much about it i've just heard the term I'm with horrors so i'm excited okay. so on april 25th of 1973
2: two kids were home alone and they feared for their lives when something began seemingly trying to claw its way into their home now when their parents returned the kids told them what had happened but then it happened again Something began to try to claw its way into their home and their dad, Henry McDaniel, uh, shot at the creature landing one shot. Now people, this is the only time it's okay to shoot at a creature that you don't know what it is or any, creature. you don't just randomly shoot at stuff, but this creature was trying to break into its home and potentially eat its family. I don't know. So in this case it's okay, but it's the only time Tom and I condone shooting at a cryptid. Yes. Now, like I said, he landed one shot and the creature leapt away, spanning 50 feet or more in three leaps. Right? So it's described that this creature has three legs, a short body, two short arms, pink eyes as big as flashlights. It stands at about four and a half feet tall and it's grayish in color. Eye picture. I don't know if you or, or anybody listening knows anything about Pokemon or plays Pokemon Go or anything like that, but I picture Mankey with an extra leg.
1: I do not know that reference, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners will. I know Pokemon right. is huge. so.
2: And anybody who doesn't give Mankey a Google because you will probably laugh at what I'm thinking now. So the police did come and investigate. They saw the scratches and the footprints similar to a dog's, but with six toes in a, in a smaller third print, similar,
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm trying really hard to get through this, but I can't. Okay, so <laughs> I'm laughing because this creature has two legs and a smaller third leg. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Game of Thrones flashbacks, thinking about Tyrion <laughs> talking about uh being a tripod (laughs) basically so (laughs) that's where my mind is um one boy in town made his own claim saying that he was attacked by the the creature and it you know ripped his clothes and his shoes he did eventually recant his story saying that he did it to tease mcdaniels and the police on may 6th 11 days later um the dad Henry McDaniel sees the creature again, and this time he sees it on train tracks near the house, and he said he didn't shoot. Hear this out, people, he didn't shoot, he didn't feel threatened, so he did not shoot at the creature. Um, he said the creature didn't seem panicked at all or in a hurry or anything, and he just kind of meandered further down the tracks and then eventually took off. Now, monster hunters and thrill seekers alike would eventually flood Enfield, And this didn't make people very happy. You had gun toting people and other people causing a ruckus and, you know, kind of invading the whole area. Now, what makes this, um, very strange encounter for me is that, uh, it said that it's possible that this creature is an experiment gone wrong. It's also said that it could potentially be an alien or a deformed kangaroo, which I don't know where that comes from, but I like it. Um, And this one last thing is what makes this more strange encounter over cryptid. And it's the fact that McDaniels was actually threatened with jail time if he didn't shut his mouth about the story.
1: Huh. Huh.
2: Right? A little strange, right?
1: Yeah. Well,
2: that's my strange encounter. So what did you think?
1: I love it. And I love, you know, back early on when we were discussing just the format of this show and everything, how we, you know, like the symmetry of, of, you know, having the three and everything like that and, you know, coming up with the UFO, it's like kind of expanding because I know in the first season I did at least one, I think maybe two, of uh, where it wasn't just a UFO, it was a strange encounter that, you know, could go either way and I, and i think that's smart because not all strange encounters are extraterrestrial they can be terrestrial but you know it it's so uh, i'm glad we did that the description of this thing i absolutely love the three legs that got me too with the one short leg <laughs> um so uh yeah the pink eyes you know a little different you know with a lot have uh have read uh 50 feet or more in three leaps that's that's yeah. pretty crazy um yeah this was just a this was a really uh i i really 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 liked it the six toes <laughs> um i was trying to take i'm trying to like go through the back i try to take a few notes as you're describing so i remember what to talk about afterwards uh but yeah, no, very, very, very cool one. Love it.
2: So I, I think I've I think I've noticed a new trend in our show. And I think we're we're either three or four episodes now where, where we have in some way referenced possible cryptid or strange encounter genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that we talk about now from you know the 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 jackalope mating rituals to um you know <laughs> the Pope Lick monster and what parts are what and and now and now you know um the enfield horror has uh, one has three legs one of which is a little bit smaller and could very well be a Tyrion situation so yeah this is a thing we talk about on the show now is is um uh, monster junk
1: oh that's funny but it's true we have been that's fun yeah that'll be our 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 next segment monster genitalia i can't wait that's hilarious oh boy (laughs) all right well was there anything else today
2: Nope, I think that's it for me.
1: All right, good episode. So, all right, folks, thanks for joining us, and be sure to tune in next week when we set up camp in Michigan. And I'm already, i very, I'm very excited for this crafted. I picked it because I have a there's a certain part of the story that I I just know Shay is gonna love. It made me smile, so uh, I'm very excited okay. for this. So, yep, until then, guys, happy camping.
2: Happy camping.
0: As always, our hosts would like to thank you for joining. If you enjoyed the program, please be sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Find us on Instagram at ScareYourPantsOffPod, no spaces, or on Twitter, ScareYourPantsOffPodcast. Or send us an email with questions, comments, and fan art to ScareYourPantsOff9 at Gmail. See you next time.